I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, hello, hi, this is uh, Hollywood actor Jeff Goldblum. Welcome to the Transplaining uh, uh, Podcast. Not really, I'm Jordan Gray. I'm just showing off because someone I fancy is in the studio. I don't know why I thought a Jeff Goldblum impression would be the best way to express those feelings. <laughs> Welcome to the Transplaining Podcast with me, Jordan Gray, a podcast in which we address matters existential and trivial from a position of next to no knowledge whatsoever. Each week, I'm joined by a very special guest who poses one big and one small question, uh, which I answer with the help of one of my amazing comedy friends. Today, Carl Donnelly is the fellow charged with putting my faux expertise to the test. While I'm joined by the very, very special Sakisa in the studio, coming to my aid in an attempt to satisfy Carl's inquisitive mind. Sakisa, you're in here. Are you all right? I'm good, thank you very much. I was very impressed by your impersonation. Was it right? I was like, is Jeff in the room? <laughs> and, and, you, and you know he's not. So that's even better because we've got, I mean, there is a video element. There's some cameras that yeah. do like a little smile. My Jeff Goldblum impression is the only one I can do. So I cling on to it and pull it out really inorganically at all times. Also, I want to know which one of the guests that you fancy. Well, that's to be determined. Which one of you would be more impressed by my Jeff Goldblum accent? I think is the, is the oh, answer to that one. Carl seems unimpressed. Sakis is well into it. Um, I'm going to say some things about you now that oh. I've got on a piece of paper that are nice things about you. And you can jump in if you like. You're from South London. South London. <laughs> Sakisa won the public vote in BBC's new Comedy Award back in 2017. As well as being a regular on the comedy circuit, she also curates and presents the live panel show Girl Code, in which outspoken women discuss topical issues. That's what's written down here. I didn't say that. That's how you describe it, right? Outspoken women. That's how, that's how I described it. That's <laughs> what I re- just evolved into a really misogynistic <laughs> paragraph. It's really nice. In which outspoken women discuss topical issues which I reckon means she'll be able to hold her own when it comes to dealing with Carl's questions, even though she knows very little about the subject, same as me. No shows scheduled at present. That's what's written on this piece of paper. Have you got shows coming up? No, not for Girl Code. It's in hiatus at the moment. What have you got coming up? What's going on? Lots of TV stuff. I'm big into wrestling, so we're currently... Are you? Yeah, massive wrestling fan. Okay, right, let's dig into that a little bit. From like back in the day of the era, or is there like a modern wrestling I don't know about? No, so like I started watching wrestling when I was 11, so since 2000. So WWE was my go-to, and then uh, over the years I've evolved to watch New Japan Wrestling, Progress Wrestling, which is based in the UK, AEW, which is WWE's biggest competition at the moment. But yesterday I was very excited because they announced that one of the Premium live events is now what they call them right. instead of pay-per-view. One of the premium <laughs> live events for WWE is coming to London. Oh, nice. Um, so I will be buying a very expensive ticket to go to that. Oh, my God. Where is it? Do you know where it is? At the O2. I got asked if I want to do a thing at the O2, uh, a wrestling thing at the O2. It's not that. It's <gasps> definitely not the WWE, but it's a comedian's wrestling thing. <gasps> the wrestling? Yeah. You're going to do it? I'll, well, I don't know if I'll die. No, <laughs> do die. it because I was Sophie Duker's manager... Me and Kima were like part oh, of it. I knew that in, you'd done it. In right. Edinburgh. We right. did it in Edinburgh. It was the, it's the funniest thing. Like, you should do it. So they said I've got to do six 
sessions with like real wrestlers and tr- I, I don't know if I can even handle it. This no, is painful you... just sitting here talking into a microphone. <laughs> no, you will have the best time. Like they would teach you how to like fall properly and do a bump. Right, they that te- sounds good. Sexy. Yeah, right, yeah okay. they will teach you all of that, how to do that properly. And the wrestlers, you will fight against them. So you will have like, oh, it's all about safety and they're very good. So you like wrestling. I've not seen much wrestling. Is there anything you could tell me that I could or should do in advance that would be that would get the crowd on my side? What's good about a wrestler? Well, well it depends if you're a heel or 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 not. Oh right, okay. If the you're heel is the baddie. Baddie. And a face. Face. It's a goodie. It depends that... if you're a face or a heel. If you're a face, it's all about being like Yay! It's all about me. Well, okay. that's that's what happens in your day to day life anyway. That's my life. But if you're a heel, it's all about like being the cunt. Oh, <laughs> we can say that you've said, said it now. I'm too late. That, because <laughs> you've said why. it, it is now part of the podcast <laughs> that we can do. I suspect that I think I'm a face when, in fact, I'll be a heel because I think I'm so much of a face that I'm a heel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's people that are heels that are lovable. Okay. That people love, but also get yourself a very nice costume. That's all right. We'll yeah. Do that bit. Who's your favorite wrestler? The Undertaker. He's good, isn't he? Yeah. He's he didn't right. he like die and come back to life. Like, yeah, several, did he do really? Yeah, several times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so wrestling sounds like probably your area of expertise. I don't know if that's going to be Carl Donnelly's question, who's wrestling related. We'll find out when he comes in, obviously. Shall we now do the thing that we normally do, what is bring in the special guest? Carl Donnelly joining us in the Transplaining studio now. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Carl. Hi, hi, guys. <laughs> Carl Donnelly, you was due to join us at Christmas until I got really ill. Like, you did that's get super, Ill. super ill. So, thanks for being patient. What that means is discussing your a boozy advent calendar is going to sound slightly less topical than it is. Yes. But you do this thing where you have different alcohol every morning. Of every December. morning for breakfast. Every morning. Yeah, you, my wife yeah. started it. Basically, three years ago, my wife bought me a, a coffee advent calendar where every morning I opened a different tin of coffee beans. And for some reason, I just thought it'd be funny to film myself, open it, drink it, and do a little review on Instagram. Yeah. And it was all dumb and stupid, and people seemed to like it. So the year after, though, she made me a booze advent calendar where every morning I opened a 50 mil, not even 25 mil, a double <laughs> surprise bottle of spirits or liqueurs. And then... I just started drinking it in the morning. I started doing it in the morning and filming it. So every breakfast. It's really fun, man. I really like it. And it is, I mean, I shouldn't say this, but it is really fun drinking in the morning. (laughs) Can I Every day. The coffee one. So it was coffee beans. Coffee beans, yeah. And you had to grind them yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 such a coffee snob. I've got a real setup at home, like barista setup. I've got like sort of grinder. I've got a V60 filter kit. I even sort of, you know, often test the temperature of the water to make sure i'm not going to burn the grind so anyway <laughs> the case is sitting here with a half a bottle of homemade carrot juice and, uh, oh that's all right that's, that's good i want it to be alcohol now yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the coffee yeah the booze one this year i sort of uh i really upped the not the stakes but like i did, I did last year I, I sort of jokingly started doing it at like 9 a.m 10 a.m some days and this year i was like no that is going to be i'm going to do it between like 7 and 8 30 yeah even though it's indoors, you can almost see from the video that it's dark outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's really... That was the bleakest, yeah, right? 7.15, bleak. drinking like a... And often I'd add more booze from my cocktail cabinet. So yeah. I'll start with a liqueur, and next time I've added a couple of shots, and I'm drinking a, like, a proper like cosmopolitan at 8am. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask you. Like The alcohol, so they were not all liqueurs. Some of them was really... So there was like a sort of 65% um, navy strength rum at one point. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> there was a navy gin that was the same amount. There was a mezcal. There's like this really strong stuff. So they were in little bottles. 50 mils, so a double. And he makes a cocktail every morning. Imagine yeah. just like shotting them all day. <laughs> like I know, yeah. Contract. Oh, that's what I thought you were doing. No, no. So I actually make myself a nice cocktail most days. Yeah. And it, I will say that takes the edge off. How degenerate it is. Yeah. <laughs> if I was shotting it on it's a bench, fancy. it would be just bad. A video of just you shotting some alcohol doesn't seem fun. It's really yeah, cry for help. Yeah, but making a cocktail and drinking it, it's quite, it feels quite refined. You do like, you sort of, it feels a bit like being like, I don't know, null coward or something, yeah. getting up and having a cocktail in your dressing gown. Can I ask, were you doing it in the turtleneck? Um, some days there was a turtleneck because I do have a couple of I've got, I've got a Us couple of Christmas like your turtleneck we're really into your turtleneck <laughs> I love a turtleneck I just think especially this time of year it's my sort of uniform it's yeah. got to keep your neck warm with comedians you need your voice to be correct <laughs> well I mean in addition to your boozy videos and turtleneck and stand up uh, Carl also has a podcast called Two Vegan Idiots with Julian Dean, in which they interview comedians and more genuinely, 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 and generally shoot <laughs> the breeze. You came on it during COVID, didn't you? Yeah. What I've only on just realised is it's vegan centric podcast. Well, I didn't know that when I was on it. Well, it's not. It's, I mean, oh, it's it called the... Two Vegan Idiots because right. we're both vegans. Because we didn't chat about carrots it's, at all. We've not mentioned. I don't think we mentioned veganism. <laughs> yeah. It never gets. It never comes up. We actually <laughs> now sort of call it TVI because we realise we never actually mentioned the vegan That's... thing. Right. Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's the derivation. It's quite. Um, we realise calling it two vegan idiots is actually quite restrictive for right. people who haven't heard it who might stumble across it. I They'll think, think it's... it's a vegan podcast. Or the opposite, like it's a sarcastic thing. Oh yeah, yeah. My mum shared a video yesterday on my Facebook of a guy who was criticising my Friday Night Live performance. No, he was saying like nice things, but in a really yeah, sarcastic yeah. way. But she hadn't picked up on the sarcasm. Oh no. So it's just like a really hateful five minute video of this guy going. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and she has a penis, which is great. And my mum's like, oh, what a lovely man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so point a lovely is, compliment. the world is laid in so many layers of irony now. Nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah. I just say my mum really loved your performance? Thanks, that's but, nice. Because I was out gigging, so I didn't get to see it live. Yeah. So I came back and, and woke up in the morning and was like, there was someone on TV who got naked and they were absolutely amazing. I was like, good, she's getting pronouns right. Then she went, oh, she got a dick out. <laughs> then she got, a, she got a, a balls and cock out. I was like, okay, cool. Did you straight away go, was that Jordan Gray? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. like, I was like, I knew that was going to And then, then she got confused and was like, yeah, but then he got his cock out. And I was like, no, she... <laughs> not, not he and then, nice conversation to have around the holidays it was, it was that <laughs> and then I went into the bedroom and I could hear her talking to my dad about it and then she misgendered you and I was like Shay <laughs> <laughs> that's just the world now people shouting he and she yeah 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 thank you that's really sweet I don't, I don't bring people on to talk about it but I've not talked about it in a while well, I've not seen you since you broke the internet yeah, broke in the that, internet. to use that phrase I've got to tell you this thing now which is really funny ages ago somebody got a tattoo of my face on their arm, right? The ages and ages ago. But... After the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Um, they were like OG fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know where, I think it's on their arm because I've only seen it close up. I think it's their arm. And then after the internet broke, after Friday Night Live, and then loads of people saying like really horrible things. Because of the way my brain works, my first thought was, I thought of that person with my face on them and I was like, oh, gutted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think of me. I just thought, ah, someone's got my face on them, they're going to feel like an idiot now. Oh. That's just life. I suspect now what would be a good thing to do 
is to get Carl, who's sitting right there, Sakisa, to ask us a big question. <laughs> We're going to try and uh, transplain it. Yeah. Shall we do that right now? Yes. yes. Big uh, question. My question is, and this is based but purely on the fact that the Don't producer up, then uh, emailed me, said, have you got any questions? <laughs> and he emailed me as I was reading a book. It's a really bleak book called Straw Dogs. It's quite a famous book from the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And it's not the biggest fan of humans and how we act and our egos. And basically in it, it just talks, it does talk a bit about AI and stuff. And it says there's a theory that by 2040, there won't be a single job that we can do as good as a computer. So I suppose the question is, are we fucked? Are we fucked is the question. That's a big it's question. A big, it's a big question. Considering yeah. how over the years, how many futuristic films have come out being like technology is going to take over the yeah. world but i always think comedians we think we're sort of above it like when you think yeah. about automation you think yeah. of factories and stuff like that and food production yeah. or whatever but i think because we're creatives man like you know i think we feel above it but then now you start seeing things like these deep fake videos you're like oh no actually i think we might be gone as well there's a, a deep fake series coming out called deep fake neighbor wars yes. on itvx i wrote an episode on it the episode i wrote has got greta Thunberg in it and i really like greta i think she's brilliant but in it, she's being an idiot. And I feel like I've got a right to her now and be like, I'm really... Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so realistic. <laughs> if people go, oh, look at Greta Thunberg on that being an idiot. Oh, no, it's fake. It's deep fake. That's the whole point of the show. Sorry to interrupt with no. another thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> this is your podcast, so it's perfect. It's fine. our podcast. We're doing uh, this together. We're all in this together. I didn't realise that how AI could tell jokes. So that's quite concerning. But as yet, it can't. But it's still bad at the creative stuff isn't it yeah harsh <laughs> <laughs> we don't like, i mean it's subjective the ai now are we familiar with russ mcgrain our mutual friend yeah. comedian he's he's obsessed with this new thing online where so he he was going to cook christmas dinner for his whole family he asked ai to compile seven recipes that he got and write a shopping list for it and it did it that's that cg chat yeah, thing. CG somebody chat, told yeah. me about this last week it's mental and then so we got this perfect list. And then he said, can you please put this in the order of the traditional layout of a Lidl? Which order can I get this food in? And it just did that as well. Like, it's silly questions now, like really, really specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can do logical things. But I think you're right. It's hard to do a joke. There's some jokes that are so stupid that a machine is too clever to think of them. Yes. As well. There's that theory that the things that we take for granted that we think are simple, AI can't do. The things that we think a hard AI can do like that. Do you know what I mean? Like us trying to do a, a serious mathematical yeah. equation, we think, oh, that's so hard, whereas a computer can do it in a like, millisecond. Yeah. But breathing or like some, you know, something that takes millions of years of evolution, a computer suddenly can't work out, yeah. thinking, consciousness. Doesn't know stuff. I, yeah. I remember doing on stage once a joke with Siri. Right. You got Siri on your phone? Yeah. Should I we made... do it right now? <laughs> Let's literally see if Siri can do a joke as a quick uh, aside i don't really do jokes but <laughs> it's more stories with you know some punchlines yeah. and observations Siri, tell along us a the long way observational story <laughs> with a rewarding punchline tell me a 10 minute story with one punchline at the end yeah. that you have to sort of go along with to enjoy it yeah have you got it got it ready to go your phone case is exquisite thanks baby are you going to ask it like a setup a classic setup knock yeah. knock type thing i know i'm going to say Siri, tell me a joke oh right okay siri's got probably probably got loads of them to go siri tell me a joke Oh, it's gone all stage shy. Yeah. <laughs> That's something none of us would ever do. Yeah. We've always got something in well, the back. Well, it did bring out a joke. It said, a girl was cleaning the toilet with her younger brother. Then her mum walked in and yelled, get his head out of there. No, no. 
I'm sorry, that's not bad. <laughs> that's, that is not bad at all. That is right. You can see it level. coming a mile away, though. Okay. That, setup, well, like, that setup told you the punchline. Another one they said is, my friends think I make too many graphs, but I know where to draw the line. On the graphs? Oh. Probably. No, I don't think Siri's there yet. Sakisa teaches we actual comedy. Better? Like, would if someone in your class come out with that, you'd be well chuffed, wouldn't you? No. No? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm way over impressed by Siri right now. No, I literally would be like, baby, let's just start again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Redefine <laughs> fundamentals of comedy. Yeah. However, I feel like AI can't be my mum. Right. Okay. It's a big. <laughs> Sounds like it's a big leap. This. Like, <laughs> no, as in like telling me that how what you do with your future, what's happening. You know, it's like the everyday kind of things. Like, right. It's okay. being like, make sure you leave your house with the keys. Like, I don't think Siri will tell me that. Right. Yes. Shut up, Siri. You're not my mum. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I'd argue like you should be able to do that yourself. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's being a bit judgy. There's a, there's no, trust a, me. I tried it. Uh, I've written a sign on my door for my wife that's got, it says glasses, keys, purse, phone, because she always leaves with at least one of not right. five things that we all need on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what you need is a sort of slightly low-level OCD, which I, I've had my, I've had every single thing, like phone keys, wallet all my things like every sort of thing that i own that has to go on my person has been in the same place same pocket since i was about 12 13 like you know <laughs> <Car> and, keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no i mean i've always had a place and that was the place so i know the moment i put clothes on they go in and that's there for the day like i sort nice. of i take them out, what, out before bed on the side i know where they are the next but morning. what if you had a piece of clothing that didn't have enough pockets well, I mean, I, I do tend to stick to a trouser or jean. Like, there's, there's not many other options from the waist And he's got down. all of his stuff tucked under his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under neck as well. <laughs> I don't know, I've just got a row of sausages. All of his items. <laughs> Bread, tin of beans. That's great. Um, but yeah, sort of, it is that, having that, sort of, yeah, just having, you've got to be consistent with where you put stuff, and that's how you just get into the routine. That's it. That applies to so many aspects of life. Would, like, a placeholder transplanation for you, would you be happy with, some of us are fucked, but comedians are not fucked because we're better than Siri. Also, porn stars are not fucked. You don't think porn stars? Porn uh, stars are sort of on a general daily well, basis. Do you not think, though, the animation... Uh, oh, yeah, that's probably wrong so word. So what are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> what, you what are you talking about? Actually, no, I'm not into... You know, I'm, not, I'm not into porn. I'm, I'm just a lie. I've never watched it or anything. But um, I've got, is this a, do you want to know? Actual... It's not, we're not just going to glaze over that. We can, you can, we can carry on, but we're going to come back to oh, it. Oh no! What I was going to say, I've got um, I've got quite weird porn taste. I only and I I've, I genuinely watch it very rarely. You know, I might be in a hotel room away. Yeah. Only watch porn from about pre nineteen ninety five. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Um, oh, so it like loads a bit at a tiny bit at a time really slowly. Well, uh, no, like, uh, no. Or is it the one where they like come to fix something? Well, yeah, sort uh. of that era of, and it's also like the that high end, <laughs> super high budget before before the internet sort of ruined the porn industry in the sense of it made it basically there was that era where everyone doing it was millionaires, like and they were making and, so much and money, the, and the music was amazing. Like, so it was, it was just scored. such high budgets. <laughs> so I like, I, I, it's almost a moral ethical decision to. You know, I'm not saying they all kept their money, but I like to watch porn where I know everyone's getting a fair wage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I genuinely yeah. mean that. I've got, I can't watch any sort of this Draconian modern stuff where porn. you think they've been, you know, you don't know how they've got into that. It sounds yeah. bad. This amateur porn. Amateur porn, yeah. I just don't trust it. If there was a certificate of this is actual a couple yeah. and it's real amateur porn, I'd go for that. Yeah. But you could never trust that. It could just be some horrible 
yeah, somebody being abused or something. So like, I'll just I'll watch high end nineties porn, what? knowing that everyone was a millionaire. <laughs> I don't know why. Can't <laughs> masturbate to millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> That's neat. Yeah. Do you have any particular flavour that you prefer? Or do you care how much it costs? Have you got any porn? Yeah. yeah. What's your budget? Of my budget. What's your porn budget? I don't think AI has yet mastered that area. No. So porn stars and comedians are all right. Yeah, they're maybe. not. They're I don't not. know, but we've got still got twenty years to go, almost, haven't we? So look at how it's grown in the last tw- like in twenty years ago. The internet was just starting. <laughs> Those porn and stars now... will be paid a pittance in yeah, twenty years. Exactly, <laughs> they'll be paying us... to do it. Well, we know musicians are kind of screwed because the AI is taking over that. That's what I mean, I think I think we are genuinely fucked. Okay, well, let's go down swinging, is what I say. Let's all <laughs> let's just save our best material for the end of days, <laughs> and we're <laughs> peddling our gags in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah. yeah, just imagine there's a whole bunch of comedians just left, just telling jokes to each other. Oh, God. oh. <laughs> around, <laughs> around one of them burning. What are them things you ever seen in American films when they're all around a fire? <laughs> but it's in like a metal yeah. tub yeah. and all singing songs. We're yeah. going to be doing that with jokes, Tell observation. Us your best joke. <laughs> what was your best joke from 2022? <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Well, that's probably our best transformation is that we do agree with you that we're fucked, but it'll be a fun. It'll be a fun. <laughs> okay, I'll have that. It'll be yeah. a good fun post apocalyptic fucking. <laughs> what is a thing now that we'll do is move on to a quick fire round of audience questions. Audiences, uh, send in questions to Transplaining and we're going to quickly answer their questions as quick as possible. That's what quickfire means. Didn't need to explain it. With so much detail, let's do an ident. I'm not going to lie in that polo let you look like you could be directing porn. Definitely. Yes. Dress for the job you want. They've always said, haven't they? Become a millionaire. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Time now for your audience questions, where I deal with matters you want transplaining with the help of Sakisa and Carl. Tom from somewhere says, Having listened to the last episode with Francesca and Mark, I was struck by her story about being told her fly was undone by a stranger in a shop. This has happened to me a couple of times in public, and I privately took umbrage. This is not a short question at all. So I want to know if it's acceptable to call out an undone fly, assuming your bits aren't on show, of course question is, is it ever all right to point out that somebody's zip is down uh, on there? I think so. I th- I, well, I I would like people to point it out to me because I'm, I'm, I'm very prone to undone fly. Really? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't seem I, like I, you. That's I, not... I, no, yeah, no. It's, I, my, my wife reminds me twice a day to do my flies up. Oh. Like, so it's just a real, it's a weird sort of thing. I just, it's one is of it... the places I'm forgetful. It's not on my <laughs> OCD list. So, oh, so you just forget to put them up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like being reminded, but I don't know if I would just remi- say to something. It depends on the person, I suppose. I suppose that's true. For a person who says they don't watch that much porn, your fly is down a lot. <laughs> yeah. awful lot. Yeah. You might just be lying. Yeah. I, think I, I think out of courtesy, you think it's nice to tell someone that their fly is undone. But, but also whatever's <laughs> underneath is relevant. This context, isn't it? If the fly's undone, but it's only a little bit undone, there's obviously a 
a, a pant underneath, I think you're all right, isn't it? You don't need to. It's not the end of the world. If it's wide open and somebody's not wearing underwear and it's sort of stuff. I've done that once by accident. I went running in jeans and my little ninny came out and oh, I got pulled yeah. over by a police car who was really, really polite. You were running in jeans? Yeah, I was a teenager and a goth and an idiot. But you were actual running, like jogging, running? running. Jogging, jogging. jogging. <laughs> in jeans. And the police woman was Baggy like... She did, wasn't even like, obviously it wasn't a crime. No, just jeans. I, I, it's not good. It was a terrible this idea. Is and it was raining as well. So they were wet, wet. And she goes, just points. I, that could have been a way worse situation. Yeah, yeah, been pulled yeah, in. Yeah. She was just like, yeah. I was like, oh God, I'm so sorry. And drove off. <laughs> so she must have seen that it was just not. It was Everything not about that is wrong. That yeah, like, gone running. Terrible yeah. interaction. I was, I was stupid as a kid. I was a little golf. So I had like a floor length trench coat like oh, Neo from the Matrix God. and jeans I used to just go jogging <laughs> just in a trench coat and jeans <laughs> in the rain just because I oh, was so brooding what about your sort of um, training for a school shooting that's what I would think <laughs> oh, if I saw that person fuck. yeah Gaz lad from Jordan's Facebook that's my Facebook why are monkeys so aggressive to humans I just want to cuddle them yeah why are they aggressive to us are they aggressive I mean yes <laughs> yeah, famously <laughs> a man speaking from experience. <laughs> exactly. What, Don't what get trauma, me started. On what that. trauma have you been through with monkeys? <laughs> no, but I, you know that's why in zoos they are behind glass. Well, devil's advocate, if I was in a zoo, I'd be annoyed as well. Well, this is what I, I was about to say, yeah. not to go all like vegan, you know, uh, activist. But I do think monkeys have an absolute right to be angry at us. <laughs> Yeah, think of what we've done to them, you know what I mean? We sort of take them out of their homes, we spray perfume in their eyes, <laughs> all the things we do to monkeys. Don't do those things, they're bad. Yeah. They're really bad. So I think, yeah, it's, it's probably a, they've probably got generational trauma or something about what we've done to their ancestors. That's what it is, Gaz. But isn't it that we've come from monkeys? What, they're evolution. jealous. <laughs> they're jealous of our, our ambitions. If only I could figure out the formula to catch up. Like Icarus, yeah. they're looking at us, just yeah. wanting us to fall. Yeah, yeah. yeah I maybe it's that, jealousy. <laughs> maybe they need to just, yeah, just wind their necks yeah. in and stop being so jealous. No, I was going to say, well, how do you feel about, like, if there was, like, a planet of the eight, like, Caesar from Planet of the Apes? If they suddenly was, like, a monkey that could talk. Yeah. I mean, how would I feel about that? <laughs> I mean, that's a really broad question. I thought, I thought you hadn't seen Planet of the Apes and you were about to explain the premise. He was like, what if, though, there was like a planet of just apes and they could talk? And I was going to jump in and be like, oh, yeah. no, Again, you know, it's about context. <laughs> I'd feel confused if it was just now in the modern age I met a monkey who could talk but if I, if it was in their own land I'd feel like maybe, <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm intruding <laughs> I don't know <laughs> well uh, guys, guys the answer to your question why they're so aggressive is because they have a, uh, an innate Grecian jealousy about them that's what yes. it is it's tall it's so poppy much. syndrome yeah. what it is. <laughs> Pippa from Colchester is it ever possible to commit a truly altruistic act as one always surely takes some pleasure in any selfless act of goodness which means it's not completely selfless that's a good question yes is it ever possible to do something that's actually selfless and you're not getting anything out of it at all but i, on I, purpose? I don't think getting something out of it takes away from the altruism i suppose it depends on when that comes right. if you do it in advance thinking this will make me feel good or look good yeah then it's not selfless if you do something selfless and in the aftermath you're like oh that feels nice yeah i don't think that undercuts the fact that you did it selflessly it's all about the timing of when you feel good i don't think any act is selfless okay 
Just imagine there was, a, <laughs> um, there was a child in front of a moving car and you were walking past and you just saw it and instinctively you jumped in front of the car and pushed the child out of the way. And then I and, die. And then maybe, yeah, or maybe you are plan. injured. Oh, this is like, a that would, would that plan. Would that instinct, that, if you did it on pure instinct, would that not be a selfless act? Oh, Regardless but, of what happens afterwards, take the actual act itself. I'll tell you what that is, though. Is that even an act? And I'll tell you for why. If that's an instinct, that's a predetermined thing so you didn't make a decision to do it it was instinct so you didn't choose to do it I understand an act is like a thing that yeah. happens what if as you do it you shout choice. I'm going to save you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you put some consciousness into that's it that's the only time that's it's not selfless. selfless why why because you're saying I'm going to save you. Yeah, but I'm going to save you. It's just describing the event. Oh, so if you said, yeah, if you then if you added, because I like... want to feel great and if I want everyone to <laughs> clap, <laughs> then it's not selfless. Look out! I'm coming to save you because I want to feel good. Somebody get your phone <laughs> out and film it. That's that's not selfless. But I do. I believe in selfless acts. I think it is. Yeah, I think it's purely about intention more than. Yeah, I think if you go into it purely like without thinking about the fallout or the the response, then it's selfless. You're a nice person, Sakisa. I know this to be true. What's the oh, last nice thanks. thing that you did? Because I think you probably do that sort of thing all the time. But now if we find out you've got secret motives to everything you do. Okay, now my best friend, her oldest kid who's four, has trouble sleeping. Yeah. So he's always sleeping in her bed. And she's trying to get him to like sleep in his own room because she's got like a one-year-old. And she's like having like, like mummy problems with like these kids. And he's obsessed with, like, buses and, like, underground. He's obsessed with it. So for Christmas, I bought her, or him, I should say, a bus bed. Oh, that is nice. I bought him a bus bed because the aim was for him to be like, I can sleep in something I'm obsessed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to sleep in this bed. And so she messaged me yesterday and was like, the bed was put up yesterday and he walked in. He was like, I'm going to sleep in the bed. I'm yeah. so excited. And then within like half an hour, he was like, no, I don't want to sleep in the bed. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is where we drive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like sleeping on um, buses. You didn't do that thinking of, they're going to think I'm so cool. No. You did it to help no. your friends. So I think that is a selfless act ultimately. Well, when I was a kid, my mum said we could do our rooms any way we wanted within reason so I planned out my room like for, in a, from a bird's eye view and it's like a space room and it had like I wanted like moon craters and spaceships and stuff yeah. and then that's when she realised I had too expensive of an imagination yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's got me like a poster of a planet <laughs> yeah she does she put two wide parameters on yeah, that lie, mum. what you did yeah. is lie to me yeah. Yeah. can't have the room in any way I want Shut lava lamps just on the side oh my god there was I had a lava lamp I had a lava lamp and um, uh, one of those plasma balls oh yeah, yeah don't yeah. ever touch them with your tongue <laughs> <laughs> bad, really bad for you. I didn't get any superpowers, which is her. Um, what was the last nice thing you did, Carl? I don't know. I've done nice, I do nice things. I still give money to homeless people. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of quite uh, well, now you told us about bit. it. It's not selfless. You know, they started carrying card machines. Really? Homeless people. I've not had that. I've had it with um, big issue sellers, I've not had it with an actual homeless person. Wow. And buskers obviously do it now, which is nice. Yeah. And, and it's good they set it to like two quid or something. It's not like yeah. you don't go crazy. Yeah, I mean, that is, I can understand some people would, would see a homeless person with an eye zettle, or whatever they're called, card reader, <laughs> and instantly it would set off that uh, yeah. thing. But I, you know, ultimately, if, if, yeah, if you can't afford somewhere to live and you're on the streets, exactly. but you can get 15, so I think them eye zettle things are 25 quid or something. So Max, if yeah. you can make it work, I can't see the problem with that, you know. I was in Sloan Square once and I saw a, a, a rough sleeping gentleman with a Bluetooth. 
and my brain instantly is like, well, oh, that, that's too, it's like, where, what's too much technology for somebody who's yeah, super yeah, rough to have? Yeah, and the yeah. answer is, there isn't any amount. iPad. I think iPad is where <laughs> yeah, I, I, I draw the I line. Mean, uh, <laughs> Nintendo Switch. No. <laughs> <laughs> one of them Wait, Oculus no. VR oh, no, machines. No. I saw someone with one of those. <laughs> what? I saw a homeless person. person. Not, but they not. were probably, they'd probably put in it a house. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even lying. <laughs> they just live in a lovely mansion in their, in their, in their <laughs> VR machine. I'm not even lying. I saw a homeless guy into no. in Broadway no. with the AI thing. Do you think he started no. in a house and then it, the game got too exciting he just wandered too far? <laughs> it's like getting more and more normal. Yeah. Ends up just back on the streets. It's in a different city. I've, apart from a house, like four walls, and I do mean four walls and a yeah, ceiling, yeah, yeah. there's surely no level of, no, I agree. Yeah, of yeah. thing that could be too much before you and go, it, you're not homeless. And it could have been something that was given to them by some altruistic mm. strange weird you know twisted I mean? sensor yeah, you yeah. can't have a house but here's an oculus roof <laughs> could you pass me that water please so i can oh, save yeah. myself while you talk yeah I, I agree i actually i'm not somebody who some people sort of look yeah do almost size up a homeless person before donating yeah. um, but i think you know if they're homeless and they look like they're in trouble just give them some money don't don't overthink it i gave yeah. a homeless person some money once because they were like oh i want to go to a hostel oh, right. and I was like oh that's really cool 10 minutes later he was in the pub drinking <laughs> oh. well, that that... Is quite, I mean obviously there is that yeah. that is the possibility like, dude yeah 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 <laughs> that's the thing though is again like is he on his way to a hostel and he's having a little tipple? You, you just, I guess you yeah. just, if he's buying rounds for people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. he's gone in for a big Shots round. Shots for everyone. That's different. <laughs> that is different. Um, the answer to your, your question, um, our lovely, who, who asked that, um, Pippa from Colchester, can you do a selfless act? <sighs> Give a homeless person a... VR system. VR system. Apart from that, no, no, is the answer to the question. That was your audience questions. As always, remember that you can write to me. Email askjordan at off-script if you want to ask any questions. Let's move on now to Carl Donnelly's tiny question. <laughs> um, my tiny question is, who are the people that still buy seeded grapes <laughs> when seedless grapes are now the thing? And the same goes for people that would see an easy peeler satsuma but buy a pack of normal satsumas. What's that? Hard to peel satsumas. Oh. <laughs> you know, like the easy peelers are like sort of the norm now and they're much easier to peel. Naturally, they're just, easier just to peel. Just a regular orange that you can peel uh, No, but satsumas yeah, but... are smaller ones. A normal orange, they've never, I don't think they've mastered the easy peel orange yet. Right. They're all still a bit of a slog. Uh, well, you say easy peel satsumas. I don't think they're easy peel satsumas. They're easier than your classic satsuma. <laughs> If I may make an observation, Sakisa, like I'm a woman who can't have lovely nails because I play piano. You've got huge yes. lovely nails. Yeah. Is this perhaps part of the reason why you find Setsuma's more difficult? Yeah. yeah. You shell. Oh, right. Yeah. They're yeah. Not e- they can't call them easy peel if they're not accessible <laughs> for, for everyone. Yeah, but if you, but if you have, yes. um, you know, if you choose to have nails that make it hard to no, peel, Carl, that's not the Satsuma companies. No, no, <laughs> excuse me, I can still do everything else. I yeah. can use my phone. I can go to the toilet, right. wipe my bum. Yeah. I can... That's not everything else on earth. <laughs> It's two very door. distinct things. Yeah, I can press a doorbell. <laughs> I can open up a Coke can. Okay. If you can open up a Coke can and you can't open up a Satsuma, then that Satsuma is not easy enough. Oh, I think that says more about your dexterity. <laughs> no. no, come on. A Coke can's a machine. Yeah. It's a little that's yeah, that like is true, breaking into a tiny bank. No, I agree. I'm not saying that they're, they're like easy peeler is just saying it's easier to peel than a normal one. It's not like saying 
just opens on its own. I think they should just humans. be called peelable. Yeah. Not peelable. Peelable, yes. They should be or easier peelable. But then, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what we need to do is make it as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> easier peelable Satsuma. All right. The spectrum of how easier Satsuma is to peel is much more you know, vague. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a seed or not a seed in a grape. That is as black and white as you can get. So I think Spoken who's like buying a man in a tilt? <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Playing devil's advocate on grapes. <laughs> Look, guys. No, but um, but I mean, who's buying a seeded grape? When who's you see buying one grape. No, right. <laughs> what are you on about? It's like the old days when you buy one cigarette in a shop. Kids um, behind the behind the bike sheds, fifty be a grape. Um, but all right, a pack of grapes, seed it seedless. Most of them say seedless. Punnet. If it doesn't punnet. say seedless, who's picking that? over a seedless I've had situations where I've bought seedless grapes yeah and they're not seedless without grapes. I mean that you've got to contact the supplier <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is that is like you know that's corporate negligence Dude, so I've been lying to you about, yeah, yeah, these, yeah, yeah, about yeah. these seeds isn't it that there's something about the seeds like being good for your body I don't know. I still have that slight yeah. residual childhood fear that it's going to grow in your belly. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? The sort of apple seed thing. Don't eat the apple seed. It's grow apple. a vineyard. Yeah. A big old vineyard in your belly. But it's just it's crunchy and they're not tasty. That's why, like, if they can, you know, I'm, I'm not saying we should genetically modify all foods or anything, but a simple one like getting rid of a seed, that's lovely. That's a good, that's a good development for But then how are you going to get any more? Yeah. We're getting the seedless ones. They're yeah. not planting a seedless grape, <laughs> are they? Right. Well, <laughs> grow. That's, that's very strange to plant a seed and then yeah. for something without seeds to grow. I mean, I'm not a religious person, but that sounds against God. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, terrible. you are right, yes. Yeah. You know, I don't know how they do it. Right, so your question is, Who's choosing a harder? Yeah, what's good? Why situation? are people? Why are yeah? Why are people actively buying something that is more work than because it's cheaper? Is that true? How much though? But it can't be more than like ten p difference. Yeah, I, th- I think it's like twenty p or something like that. You know when you go to like get coffee and like oh, if you want almond milk that's more expensive. Yeah, I think yeah. it's that kind of same premise. Yeah, like if you want something to be not in it. <laughs> you got to pay, to pay for, more. Yeah. All right, yeah. No, I understand. I'm, will, I'm willing to pay 20p to yeah. have no seeds in it. Yeah. Have nothing inside. Yeah. But I don't think everyone buying seeded grapes is doing it for economic reasons. <laughs> Not to get too into the weeds. You, again, your but... polo neck suggests that you said that sentence more than once. <laughs> On news night. <laughs> um, but I, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't think everyone's like. Yeah. I don't think everyone is like on the on the bread line buying seeded grapes. Going, oh, one well, then day, they're in the wrong one line. day I'm going to be getting the grape buy, line. The... <laughs> completely wrong yeah. bit of the supermarket. Yeah, they're not buying them thinking, oh, if I just like get that promotion, I'm going to be able to buy seedless grapes. Do you know what I mean? I do think most, there's a lot of people that just buy seeded grapes thinking that's fine. And it's not, it's not. <laughs> apart from eating, apart from eating them and making wine, what else are we using grapes for? Oh, oh, uh, freezing and putting them in wine or glasses. Yes. Because it's better than an ice cube melting. Yeah. I, th- I feel like I just riffed that, but I also know that. No, I, I think that's exactly, yeah. I've seen people yeah. put them in ice cubes. Yeah. That's completely fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole point. Yeah. It's to make the water cold. And not get any residual water dilution. Suppose, so you're going to yeah. pop that in a cube as it's well. It's more aesthetic. I've seen people put stuff in ice yeah. cubes. I saw somebody put um, on Instagram, put like sliced orange peel in their ice cubes. So when you put them in a cocktail, it looks nice. And as it melts, just the, the orange peel just joins the drink. Those people are not worried about <laughs> seeded grapes at all. Those people are... <laughs> you say it in out. your polo neck. <laughs> I know. It makes me way more pretentious with this one. 
Is it all the way up? I mean, this is an audio medium. all the way up? You're polo, Nick. Like, there's cameras. And no, this all the way up would be... <laughs> I just kept it going. <laughs> just under my eyes. Quite like the idea of it just being along your beard line, like yeah. just the chin. Actually, here's a question. Is this, it, this is a small yeah. question. Why is, are these polo necks... Do they have the fold? Why, do Why they isn't it just one bit to there? What's that fold up or down for? Well, if you can't afford it, you get them without the fold. You, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I have one without the fold? Yeah. yeah. It's like the seed of a grape. Yeah. yeah. We, you mentioned earlier about growing an apple seed in your belly like that you learned on the playground. Last episode, Fran Mills said that thing of like, yawning is when you see someone yawn and then you think they're getting more air than you and that's why you yawn. <laughs> right, well, that's not true. Things, well, we, don't know. we don't know. It's just one of them perfect podcast questions I've never asked. Is like, what's something from your childhood? that you believed for like a really long time before you learned it wasn't true oh do you know what i mean well i've actually like, I've, there's big like there's obviously probably big ones but there's yeah. also very specific personal ones yeah 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 like anyway. my dad told me when i was about five <laughs> he had a big scar on the inside of his left thigh and it i asked him when i was like five what what is that mm. and he said it was a bullet wound and he told yeah. me that he got it in the war <laughs> and i was five and i was like oh my god my dad got shot in the war that just logged as like, that's a fact about my dad. <laughs> and then when I got to, I think I was like 12 years old and I was at secondary school and we were doing history and we covered the chronology of the great wars. And I suddenly <laughs> saw the timeline and I was like, hang on, what war was my dad that in? Is old. You know, yeah. and I worked out he was, he was obviously, he was born on, in 1939. So he was a bit young for the Second World War. He would have been zero to five. Um, and then I looked at the other wars and there was no other war it could have been apart from the only one that would fit his age was Vietnam yeah. and I don't think they sent many London Irish people to Vietnam Yeah. so I just went home and I said to him like, what, that, what, war, were that, what war were you in? he went what? I went, that, the bullet wound on your leg, what war was it from? And he, built, he told me this whole story about how he got shot in the leg and had to crawl under a bush and wait for the enemy soldiers to pass. And then he pulled oh himself back God. to base. He created this massive story. And um, I said, like, you told me that story. And he just laughed. I mean, I don't even remember telling you that. It was just a bit of fun, probably. I was like, that's been like seven years of my childhood. Yeah, believing he's a better man. Yeah, Sorry. Was a fucking liar. What caused this reliving his trauma? That's my family. My, I come from a good family of liars. My uncle John McCluskey once that's, told that's me that's not even his name. That's a lie. <laughs> but he told me that he was um, he was the first person. This is insane, by the way. Again, I was like eight when he told me. He said he was the first person to remove the human spine after death from a from a corpse and preserve it fully. That's and, a- it's mental, and, and I sort of, and I just lie. asked him like, "What? Why? Why does? Why does it need preserving?" He said, "Oh, actually, basically, once once a human body dies, the spine actually sort of deteriorates very quickly, right. so it has to be quickly preserved." At no point did I think, "Hang on, so why is there so many skeletons everywhere?" <laughs> um, but arms, legs, and a head, and nothing in the middle. <laughs> and yeah, and I just basically, uh, probably a couple of years later at school, we were doing biology, and I I mentioned it in class, like, um, so apparently the human spine deteriorates after, and the science teacher was like, "It's absolute <laughs> it nonsense." Doesn't. And then I suddenly clicked, why, why would my uncle be the first person to do it? When he was like, he was literally just a bloke who just had loads of odd jobs. Yeah. He was like, yeah, you know, he just literally was a bloke who sold stuff in pubs and things. That's not no. even like, as a kid, you wouldn't go, oh, wow. No, I, I mean, I did, I did go well because he was just drinking in a pub when he told me it. And well, anything is oh. cool when they're there. They're yeah, fine yeah. And that. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I had little very distinct ones. I can't think of any big ones that I well, believed. Do you want to be a little, Sakisa? I, I can't match this. <laughs> I can't match my web of lies. Yeah, <laughs> like I never knew my dad's age until about ten years ago. <laughs> Why did he keep it pur- purposely secret? And it's yeah. been consistent for the last ten years. He's got a year older each time. But and he, that... yeah, he doesn't look like he's aged, but right. like he's 
been very secretive and never told me about his age. Why? Just doesn't. He's this is like it's not your business. Oh, really? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean that's semi true, I yeah. suppose. So then I had to secretly look at his passport. Uh, it's quite sort of sinister checking someone's passport for their age. Yeah. It? Yeah. Sort of and to like... what end as well? You find out, you go, oh. <laughs> great. Yeah. How old is he? Or would, you, would he be upset if you shared it publicly? I think he's going to be 60 next this year. Oh, happy birthday to your dad. That's great. I wasn't being sarcastic. That was being sincere, but it just came out in a weird way. Like, happy birthday to your dad. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, Carl, would you accept as an explanation or transplanation? Normal people don't think about this sort of thing, but, but people in Pono next do. Yes. And that's why people sometimes buy seedless grapes and seeded ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just people are aimless. Yeah. And walking around not thinking about their purchases. I feel like you're in a supermarket sometimes just going, no! <laughs> Slapping it out of people's hands. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You open neck, <laughs> necked bastard. I can see all of your neck and all of your seeds. Um, right. <laughs> thanks both of you for joining me on the old Transplaining podcast. Huge thanks to Sakisa and Carl. That was a good conversation. Very it was good. great conversation. Yes. We figured out about AI. We did. Grapes. Yep. Porn. 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 Your, your type of porn. Yep. Also that you love a polo neck. Yes. Does he? Oh yeah, he's wearing a polo neck. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, give homeless people all the technology that you don't want. Yeah, that's Christmas. a good one actually. If you've got any sort of like, if you're gonna, if you've got an old Switch or any Game Boys, <laughs> the problem is give them to homeless people. I love a Game Boy. Because some yeah. people would give them to sort of a, a homeless charity shop to sell where the money goes to homeless people. Yeah. Whereas you go straight to source. Cut out the middleman. Yeah, get it... Mario Kart in that yeah. Yeah. man's hands. You can head to sakisacomedy.com to find out what she's up to, which is lots of things. Comedy, I imagine. Yes, it is. Lots got, of things is there anything that you'd like to specifically plug that's coming up? Oh, come and see me at the Votes Festival on the 1st and 2nd of March, where I'm working progress in my new show, which is all about words. Nice. Good things nice. to be a show to be about. Uh, Instagram handle is Sakisa underscore AKA underscore Twix. Why Why is it Twix? Twix like the chocolate. Um, because like, it's, But like that, that's why. Um, when I was at law school, me and my two other really good friends um, used to bring chocolates into law school and oh. all the time. And our tutor, we didn't pay attention quite a lot, but our tutor would just be like, oh, why don't you just call yourself the Chocolate Girls? So we named ourselves after a chocolate that represents us. Oh. So I'm called Twix, Twix because I'm a Gemini. Right, there you go. Double. I but also, that I, it's not because I don't like two fingers. Uh, hey. I, AI, AI will never reach those heady heights of comedy. <laughs> it's all about Kit Kats. Love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kit Kat, the bloody chunky. Oh, the chunk chunky. That always makes me think of you, Kit Kat chunky. Oh, I thank you very much. I eat it really slowly with my eyes closed and I enjoy myself <laughs> a little bit too much. Sexy. Um, Insta handle. Uh, and then you can also find you on Twitter, at Sakisa Comedy on the old Twitter. Carl has a couple of dates coming up at the end of January 27th and 28th at the Tattershall Castle in London. Is that true? That's probably true, yeah. (laughs) I I never look more than a week ahead of my diary. Wait, Tattershall Castle... That, the boat show. The boat show. No, not a boat. It says it's on a boat. It's a boat, boat show. Oh, well done for being on a boat. I've also actually, I've just put in two work in progresses at Top Secret. One this, end of this month, one end of February, to work on my new show that I'm taking to Australia. Um, we'll be in Australia together. I shall um, be there as well. It's going to yeah. be nice. Ooh, so, I will not. 
tapped. <laughs> Come if you like. So, yeah. Good to have that sort of balance. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what the show's all so about. So if anyone wants to see a show called The Dead Dad Show, then yeah. that, come and see my work in progress. That's actually what it's called. Oh, wow. I've called my show The Dead Dad Show just for a, for a bit of fun. Spoiler, he um, did not die of a bullet wound in Vietnam. <laughs> Don't forget, if you have something to ask uh, the Transplaining podcast, and me specifically, uh, email askjordan at off-script.co.uk or don't. Don't matter if you don't want to do that. If you can be bothered, do rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and spread the word about us as well. Transplaining is an off-script production produced by Ben Backhouse and executive producer Louise Berry. I'm Jordan Gray. Sakisha, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Jordan. Carl, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And that's the end of it. We did it. We figured out who Jordan fancied. Well, it's I, you, obviously. Yeah, I'm not even going to I, I think it was you. I, 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 I mean, I just nice. assumed. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. I'm Jeff Gould. And you've been listening to the uh, uh, Transplaining Podcast. Yes. 